Opening the door a crack with the chain still in place, Deidre said in a deliberately cold voice, Yes? The man seemed cool, calm, and collected, while saying in a smooth, baritone voice, Sorry to disturb you, but I just thought you'd like to know there's a dead woman in your backyard. What? Deidre batted her lashes as she focused her bold, ebony eyes at him, as if she had misheard. Spencer could see she was taken aback, still hiding behind the door. He would be, too, had the situation been reversed. Unfortunately, there was no easy way to say what he'd discovered. Sky found her, he explained, glancing at his dog. Look, I hate to put this on you, but my cell phone died and someone needs to report this, since your house was the closest. Are you serious? Deidre said, though there was no indication from the hard contours of his face that he was lying. I'm dead serious. No pun intended. Spencer paused, studying the attractive lady's heart-shaped face, bordered by sable hair that was stylishly cut just above her shoulders. Her nose was dainty, and she had nice, thin lips. From the looks of the corpse, I'd say she was murdered. Deidre gulped. Murdered? Her eyes grew large. By who? You? Spencer frowned. No, definitely not. As I said, my dog found her body. He decided to spare her the part about the gangbanger Skye had hoped to take a bite out of, and describing the murder victim as the work of a serial killer was probably not a good idea either, at least not until she had reported the crime and come to realize he was only the messenger. Deidre was aware that a serial killer was on the loose in the city, targeting attractive women. From what she gathered, his attacks usually took place in the evening or nighttime hours, rather than in broad daylight. But that didn't mean he couldn't change his M.O. She studied the man at her door, still unsure if he was on the level, or if this was somehow just a clever ploy to get her to open the door. After all, wasn't that what killers did? Talked smoothly to gain your confidence? If so, she'd fallen for it. Deidre's instincts told her that this handsome man meant her no harm, certainly not like the woman he'd described. She hoped the same could be said for his dog, who was large enough to probably do some damage if he had a mind to. Spencer sensed her fear. Maybe he would be wary too, were the shoe on the other foot. But he was the one who had discovered the dead woman, one day after last seeing her alive, and now the woman before him was privy to it as well. Soon, others would also have to deal with the victim, how she died, and how she ended up in the creek. Spencer backed off a bit. Look, I'm going to go now, before Skye and I scare you to death. After we've left, you can check out the gruesome scene for yourself. I have a feeling the victim's not going to be leaving on her own. Then you can give the police a buzz, assuming I haven't gotten home to call them myself by then. Deidre reacted. I can't let him leave, she thought. If there really was a dead body out there, the police would definitely want to talk to him. Hold on, Deidre uttered. If you could just wait here for a moment, I'll report it and... Uh, you can show me exactly where the body is. No problem. Skye and I have nowhere to go right now. Not that this was how Spencer had planned to spend his Saturday afternoon. Not by a long shot. But it could be worse. Much worse. Like it was for the poor dead woman in the creek.
Spencer noted that there was only one car in the driveway, a blue Subaru Legacy. Did that mean she lived in this big house alone? He couldn't imagine someone so striking being on her own. Never mind the fact that he was alone too, and liked it that way, for now. Maybe she felt the same way. Skye tugged on the leash, obviously getting restless. I know, boy, Spencer said sympathetically. Shouldn't be too much longer before we're home and you can eat and run free in the backyard to your heart's content. Too much longer being a relative term, he thought, suspecting he would need to give a statement to the police. Make that two statements, as he now had a gang shooting and a female homicide to report as part of his civic duty and desired to see Sinclair Heights kept as crime-free as possible.